Good morning, ladies and gentlemen. God is good. Hallelujah. God is good on Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. Every holiday, every month, every week. <laughs> Amen. God is good. Hallelujah. And we should be thankful. Hallelujah. We should be thankful that God is taking care of us. Amen. Hallelujah. God is taking care of us. He has angels watching over us. Hallelujah. In the daytime, when we quote the word, when we're sleeping, God is still good. Hallelujah. Aren't you glad to be a part of the family of God? Aren't you glad to be a part of the people that God has chosen and sent his son? He sent his son to save everybody, but everybody's not going to accept his son. Amen. Aren't you glad that you did? Amen. And I hope if, if, you're, if somebody's listening to this, okay, and, and you haven't accepted Jesus Christ yet, all you got to do is just it, tell him to forgive you of your sins. Tell him that you believe he died on a cross and rose three days later and accept him as your savior. Yes. And that's all you have to do. Romans 10. Read Romans 10. And if you've done that, welcome to the body of God. I usually do that at the end of my my uh, sermons, but for some reason I feel like saying it today. So somebody today might need this. Welcome to the family of God. So you are now included with all good things from the Father above, as it says in, I believe, James 1.17. All good things come from the Father of lights. Hallelujah. And that doesn't mean you're not going to go through some kind of persecution. But God is definitely going to fight your battles for you now. Put your flesh aside and let God do it for you through the Spirit. Everything happens in the Spirit first before you see it in the flesh. Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord, for another good day. I bring all the people that are listening right now, Lord God, I, I, I lay all of them in your lap, on your throne, in the third heaven where you are. And you also have the Holy Spirit down within us. So everybody that's listening to the sound of my voice, Lord God, I lift their households and their families up to you. And I cover them all with the blood of Yeshua HaMashiach, Jesus the Christ. And I thank you for the ability to do so. I thank you, Lord, for ordaining me yourself to be able to preach the word of God around the world, which is what I'm doing. And with your help, I can go further. Amen. I'll go as far as you take me. Hallelujah. And bless each and every person on here today, Lord God. Bless them with forgiveness and love and, and cause them to not be lonely. The ones that are lonely and the ones that are, are going through some kind of physical um, ailment. Uh, I, I, right now, send the miracles of healing into their bodies in Jesus' holy name. Amen. And for all the prayer requests that we receive, Lord God, I give them all to you. You know exactly what everybody needs. You don't have to go from A to Z. You are God. You are everywhere. You are all things. You know everything. You created everything. So, of course, you're going to be there. And so we, we give all those ailments or prayer requests, whatever they're going through, we give them to you. And we are believing for praise reports to come back. Father God, there are so many people nowadays that are afraid to, afraid to testify. They're afraid to tell people what happened to them. And you said, if you're, if, you're, if you're ashamed of me, I'll be ashamed of you. And we don't want that to happen. So, Lord, I pray right now that people begin to testify about the goodness of the Lord and stop worrying about people knowing their business. Amen. 
As Christians, we should not worry about people knowing our business, especially when you bless us and do things in our lives. We should be telling people what you have done so other people will come. Father, I truly believe that a lot of people are not coming to Jesus Christ because the Christians that already have him are not testifying about how good he is. Why would people come to Jesus if we're not telling people how good he is? Amen. Hallelujah. So forgive us, Father. And the Holy Spirit helped me to preach this word today. And I thank you. Fill me with your knowledge, your wisdom, and definitely I truly, truly love revelation. I love it when you reveal things to me that nobody else can show me. I, I enjoy it. I love it. And thank you. In Jesus' holy name, amen. Hallelujah. So what I'm going to talk about today is um, don't forget God, okay? People have a forgetfulness of God. And and I would like to um, speak on that today. Um, God is still blessing people. He's still in the blessing business. Amen. God is good, always was, and always will be. But you don't hear much about what he's done for people, like I just said in a prayer. You know, God does things for people. And um, everybody, and, and you want to know something, even some don't even say thank you. Jesus healed 10, I believe it was 10 lepers, and, and he healed them, okay? And especially if something like leprosy, and they ran out and told, you know, whatever, don't, they, you know, told everybody that they were healed and everything, and only one came back to thank him. Only one came what did the other nine have to wait until they're sitting down with a cup of tea or something somewhere and say hey by the way you know that guy that healed us you know that was kind of cool wasn't it no tell people tell people what god has done for you we have become such um naysayers people nowadays have become so dismal um and depressed and dark that you know People are actually, I'm afraid that the body of Christ, a lot of them are actually allowing the devil to win. They just get tired. The Bible says that he's going to come in the end days and he's going to tire the saints. And that's exactly what's happening. The saints are getting tired, y'all. Don't you feel tired sometimes? Amen. Aren't you tired always seeming like you have to fight for something? Did you ever get to the point where every time you try to do something, even if you're walking or carrying something or, or, you know, talking or something weird always happens to make you either do it twice to go back and check yourself or you're, you're, you're trying to hold something and you drop it and you're like, why? Why did I drop that? That doesn't even make sense. You know, the weird things happen and that's to tire you out, to make you tired. It's not that you're clumsy, you know, and some people, we have to be careful telling kids when they're younger, yo, you're clumsy. You got the dropsies. And what happens is that kid grows up and they have it because you spoke it into their lives so much, you know. Um, so, you know, when whenever things happen in our lives, do not, especially good things in our lives, when we get our hearts and desire, do not forget God. Amen. Do not forget God. Remember who your God is. Remember where your, where your goodness comes from. We are the righteousness of God. How can we forget them? But there's people that do. There's people that are so fleshly that when they, they, they're, they're hanging in there as a Christian, they're hanging in there and they're, they're doing about 75, 80% of what they're supposed to be doing as a Christian, right? You know, they're hanging in there, maybe 90. And as soon as they get what they're looking for, 
they're gone. They're, they get ghost. They forget God. They get into their flesh. They think they're all that. Amen. Did you ever see somebody like that? You get blessed one time and forget God. Don't give him no praise. Don't give him no thanks, no testimony, nothing. And those are the same ones that you see crawling back a year or two later, apologizing to the public for what they have done wrong. <laughs> oh, you remember him then, huh? Whenever that, that thing you thought was a blessing left you or treated you bad or it didn't turn out right for you or stole all your money and left you broke. Now you're coming back and, and apologizing. Deuteronomy 6.10, I got about, I have a few, two or three maybe um, more um, scriptures that I'd like to read from. And Deuteronomy 6.10 says, And it shall be, when the Lord thy God shall have brought thee into the land which he sware unto thy fathers, to Abraham, to Isaac, and to Jacob, to give thee great and goodly cities which thou buildest not. And it shall be, it says, God is bringing you. He's telling you right there in Deuteronomy, I'm going to bring you into goodness. I'm going to bring you into a land of increase. I'm going to bring you into miracles. I can do all this for you. Amen. Amen. I can do all this for you. Hallelujah. And he's saying that today. I can do all this for you. Amen. And then verse 11 says, and houses full of all good things, which thou fillest not, and wells digged. Even talking about your water now, okay? Your wells, which thou diggest not. I thank God for our well. Hallelujah. Yes, I do. Uh, vineyards and olive trees, which thou plantest not. When thou shalt have eaten and be full, then beware. Watch verse 12. Let me mark my book here. Hold on a second. I lose my place. There we go. Verse 12, he said, watch this. Deuteronomy 6, 12 says, Then beware, lest thou forget the Lord, which brought thee forth out of the land of Egypt from the house of bondage. Look, some of y'all listening to this were in bondage. Some of y'all were in deep bondage. We were in bondage with man. We were in bondage with money. We were in, bo in bondage with our jobs. Amen. In bondage with our um, our businesses. Amen. There are some people that get so into what God, what 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 they are assigned to. Put it that way. Some people get so into. Oh my, that'll preach. <laughs> what they? Some people get so into what they are assigned assigned to do that they forget God. They forget prayer. They forget the word. They forget fasting. They forget testimony. They don't even testify about what the Lord did for them. Nobody even knows. And they ain't forgotten now. God said, don't forget. He said, I brought you out of the land of Egypt. I brought you out of destitution and slavery. I brought you out of sickness. You're not even used to being sick. And then you, you got in with these evil people and now you're sick. I brought you out of that. I am your deliverer. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I am. God says, I did all this for you. Don't forget me. We got to remember, God 
we are so blessed to have his grace and his mercy because God can stop. God, think about something that you're going through right now that God has blessed you with. Okay? Do you realize that he's God and if he wanted to, he can flick the switch? (laughs) You can wake up tomorrow and have nothing. And you were so busy trying to show off for that thing that you had that you for you you neglected to save up, you neglected to to try to use it in a good way. Just like uh, we're talking about the the talents that that uh, the boss gave the guys, and everybody the two used theirs great, and the other one just buried his down to the ground. You were so busy burying your talent in the ground and keeping it to yourself, and now God cut it off, and you have absolutely nothing. Oh, now we pray, right? This is now we apologize and say, Lord, forgive me. I didn't realize what I was doing at the time. Don't forget God. He even included the water, the wells, the water that you do, the water that you drink. God gave you that. The oil that you use, God gave you that. Amen. Beware, lest thou forget the Lord. Beware. That is your warning. Hallelujah. Fear in verse 13 says, Thou shalt fear the Lord thy God and serve him, and shall swear by his name. You shall not go after other gods, little g's, of the gods of the people which are round about you. You gotta be careful. There are so many people out there who are serving the little g's of the people that they know. It could be in their families, it could be in their, their schools and in their colleges, it can be in honored jobs, it could even be in your neighborhood. You could actually be serving the their gods, their little G's, and not even know it. And God doesn't like that. Remember him. You should be telling people about your God. Amen. They should not be displaying theirs to you or telling you about theirs. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. You shall not tempt the Lord your God as you tempted him in Massa. That's verse 16. Hallelujah. Amen. Don't forget God. Amen. And next we have um, rebellion. Okay. When you forget God, you have fallen into rebellion. Amen. Not a good place to be. Rebellion. Deuteronomy 32:15. Amen. We're in Deuteronomy. Let's go to Deuteronomy 32:15. Amen. Hallelujah. And it says Let me see 32 Make sure I'm on the right one. Yeah, 15. And it says, but Jeshurun, Jesh, Jeshurun waxed fat and kicked. Thou art waxen fat. Thou art grown thick. Thou art covered with fatness. Then he forsook God, which made him, and lightly esteemed the rock of his salvation. Lightly Esteem. Are you lightly esteeming Jesus? This is what I should have called this. Lightly esteeming Jesus. Are you not taking Jesus seriously to the point where he's not first on your list? 
This, this man waxed fat. He got rich. He had prosperity, abundance, richness. Amen. But guess what happened? It says he was covered with fatness. And then it says, then he forsook God, which made him. He despised God. He turned his back on God. He kept God under the rug. <laughs> Amen. He had the world on his tongue and had God under his tongue. Don't do that. Tell everybody about the goodness of your God. Hallelujah. Testify about what God has done for you. There's, You know what happened? Here's what the devil did. The devil stepped into the Christian um, family of God. Let's say it that way. Okay, I hate to call it religion, Christian faith. The devil stepped into Christians and he actually put fear into Christians and stopped them from testifying about the goodness of God by using words like talkative, gossip, you know, things like that. And what, what happens is everybody's afraid to testify about what God did to them. Because they're afraid somebody's going to either work against it or they're going to get jealous. If somebody gets jealous because God blessed you, do you care? <laughs> Amen. Well, watch this. Okay. How can Christians say we're covered by the blood of Jesus and no weapon formed against us shall prosper and everything that rises up against us will condemn? Or some people say the song says we'll fall. Okay. How can we say that and still have fear and be afraid to tell somebody how God blessed us. That's fear. It, you Actually, that's an oxymoron. You can't be a Christian and say, I'm covered by the blood of Jesus and everything that rises up against me is going to fall. And then be afraid. Because if you tell somebody, be afraid to testify. Because if you tell people what God did for you, they might work against you. Wait, hold up. How can they work against you if you're covered by... Come on, guys, right? How can they work against you if you're covered by the blood? Make sense? Amen. Amen. And it even says he, he, he provoked God. Don't provoke God. The last thing you want to do is make God mad. Amen. Don't provoke him. And then verse 16 says, They provoked him to jealousy with strange little g's, strange gods, with abominations provoked they him to anger. And it goes on to say what they did. They sacrificed unto devils, not to God, to gods whom they knew not, to new gods. Look, they even ran into new gods <laughs> that came newly up, whom your fathers feared not. New gods. They even began to create their own gods, make their own gods. New gods. As though the old ones weren't enough. Amen. And then. Of the verse 18. Of the rock that begat thee. Thou art unmindful. And has forgotten God that formed thee. And then verse 19 it says. And when the Lord saw it. He abhorred them. Because of the provoking of his sons. And of his daughters. And he said, I will hide my face from them. I will see what their end shall be, for they are a very froward generation. 
children in whom is no faith. God hid from them. Do you want God to hide from you? Notice he said froward. Froward, a person who is froward has the opposite of a smile. They're the kind of people who are like religious people. They think that looking serious and not smiling makes them better than greater than thou. Is that how they say it? Makes them greater than thou. Froward people, their mouths are always down looking evil, old, mean. <laughs> I don't know if you guys remember when you're younger, you always had that woman in the, in the neighborhood, that evil old lady or the mean old man or something that was chasing people out of his yard because all the kids wanted was an apple from his tree or something and he would throw apples at them and chase them out the tree or your your baseball would go in his yard or football would go in his yard or frisbee or whatever and they would he would keep it he wouldn't even he wouldn't even <laughs> you get mean God doesn't want us to be mean. God doesn't want us to keep frisbees and baseballs and, and, and apples, right, and, 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 and footballs. He wants us to throw them back and join in with the game and smile. God wants you to be happy. Amen? Because he will forget you. And I truly believe, you know, God said, I'll never leave you nor forsake you. But I'll tell you what, he will teach you a lesson. In his own way. And people always put him in a box and say, well, God don't do this. God don't do that. God can't do this. God can God could do anything he wants to do. Right now, if Facebook can block you or put you in jail or whatever it's called because you posted too much or something, what? how much more can God do? You know, come on, guys. Amen. Amen. Everybody, people are more afraid of Facebook jail going to being in Facebook jail than they are of being in having treated God right jail. Amen. <laughs> Amen. Amen. Spiritual jail. Hallelujah. The best way to get, if you feel like you've been in spiritual jail, the best way you can get out of that is the same way that Paul and Silas and all the mother ones did. Praise the Lord. Bless his name. Sing praise and worship. Get out of that funk that you're in. Amen. And give God some glory. He loves that. He lo now, I didn't say that you have to be on key while you're singing. God just wants to hear your. God loves your voice. He wants to hear your voice. Praise him. And watch what he will do. He will open up the gates. And even the ones that help put you in there. We'll get saved as well. Amen. Amen. Rebellion. Rebellion causes people to forget God. What happens when children rebel against their parents and turn against their parents? They're on everybody's side but the parents. Amen. They go to school and tell the teacher that the, their parents mistreated them and all that kind of stuff. They're all, they, they take care of everything except for what they're supposed to be taking care of. Doing everything. Everybody else is happy. And, and the poor parents... Don't know what happened. They don't know what to do. Nothing that they do is good enough. Amen? That's rebellion. When somebody totally rebels against you, no matter what you do, you could buy them an ice cream cone, you could give them money, you can cook good for them, you could buy them a car, you could do it, you could try to give them any kind of favor. A rebellious person does not receive favor from the one that they're rebelling from. They could care less. And the devil has them blinded. Rebellion comes from hell. 
Well, the devil put it that way. Amen. Which leads to, amen, and I will end it with this one. It leads to destruction and denial of God. So, uh, Proverbs 132. And it says, For the turning away of the simple shall slay them. Notice the word simple. Are you simple? I hope you guys listening to this, you're not simple, right? The turning away of the simple shall slay them, and the prosperity of fools shall destroy them. There is a true prosperity, the prosperity that comes from God, which he will never take away, and you will always have it, and it duplicates every time you open up your eyes in the morning. And then there is a prosperity of fools. You ever heard of fool's gold? It looks like gold, but it's not real gold. Would you rather have a uh, basement full of real God's made gold, God made gold? Or would you rather have a basement full of fool's gold? And this is what is happening to people who um, rebel against people, rebel against their leadership, rebel against God. They have a basement full of fool's gold. Can't do anything with it. It looks pretty, but it just won't spend. Amen. And denial of God. Proverbs 30 verse 9. Lest I be fool and deny thee and say, who is the Lord? Or lest I be poor and steal and take the name of my God in vain. Amen. When you get full, amen, that's Proverbs 39. Uh, I think I want to, let me go back because I want to read 8 too, I believe. Proverbs 30, um, 8 and 9. Here we go. It says, um, two things have I required of thee. Deny me them not before I re before I die. Um, remove far from me vanity and lies. This is what we should be asking God. This is what we should be doing. Remove far from me vanity and lies. Give me neither power, I mean poverty, nor riches. Feed me with food convenient for me. Amen. Everybody wants to be rich. Some people are just in, into rich richness so much that they become fools. They lost. They don't have an ounce of wisdom. Be rich in Christ Jesus. That's who we should be rich in. Rich in the Holy Ghost. Rich in Christ Jesus. You ought to hear me and my daughter in the house sometimes telling each other how we spent time <laughs> speaking in tongues and talking to the Lord. We, we get it done. Amen. Be rich in that way. Hallelujah. It says, remove far from me vanity and lies, neither give me po uh, poverty nor riches. Feed me with food convenient. Just, just enough. God is a God of more than enough. Yes, when he gets ready, he'll give you more than enough. But he's also a God of just enough. You want for nothing. It says, then it says, lest I be full and deny thee. If I get, if, honey, if some folks get too much, you can't speak to them. They'll stop speaking to you because you're not good enough to speak to and it's hard to believe that people are like that, but they're actually like that. There are people who will stop speaking to you. Okay, like for instance, I didn't, uh, a lot of you listening to this know this, but um, 
Okay, so Facebook, I didn't, I was just going along, doing my ministry throughout the years, and I wasn't paying attention to who was following me and, I don't know, the friends or whatever. Come to find out, Facebook wrote me. They sent me a message and told me that I can um, now have a title or something on Facebook, whatever they call it. I know, I'm sorry, guys, I'm bad with description, with descriptions. But they said, you have, come to find out, I had over 5,000 followers. I had like 5,200 followers or something, and, and I think 38, 32,000, I mean, 3,200, um, no, I had 3,200 followers and like 5,200 friends. And honestly, I didn't know. I honestly didn't know. I was just doing my work for the kingdom of heaven. And so I went on, I clicked on, and I see all these different things that they were telling me. I'm now a page. Get it? I went from Reverend S.C. Esther R. Scott, you know, the regular Esther R. Scott to, you know, Esther, uh, um, I think Esther R. Scott, the page. I'm a page now. And they made me a public figure. Anybody you could pick whatever you want. Well, I'm not a, you know, sportscaster or anything like that, you know. Um, entertainer, so to speak, I used to, but not anymore. So I just chose public figure because it was just like the most gentle, even name there without getting too grandiose, right? And that was awesome. I, I'm t- I, yes, I loved it. I'm not gonna lie. A fool would sit there and tell you, oh, it just, it didn't move me. No, I'm not gonna say that. I liked it, and I thank God for it. I didn't forget God. But have I acted funny towards any of you listening to this? I don't think so. I haven't changed. I'm still the same. I'm still, you know, pressing towards the prize, the mark. Amen. I'm still preaching the word of God in season and out of season. Hallelujah. In season and out of season. I am still me. I'm still myself. I will not forget God. And I hope you don't either. Amen. Don't let anybody's little G's change your mind. Don't let anybody's little G's sway you in any kind of way. Hey, how's about you introducing them to the big G? <laughs> there you go. Yeah, everybody say, hey, what's up, G? Hey, G? Hey, let's, let's tell them about our G, right? Hallelujah. Let's tell somebody about God. And you got to start testifying, folks. Testify about the goodness of the Lord and stop worrying about what witch can work against you. They can't not work against you because you're covered by the blood. You say you're covered by the blood of Jesus. Don't worry about that. Tell people how God has blessed you. Let people know that you're happy and you're appreciative. Now, what you do is when you're going through some hard times, kind of keep that to yourself. Unless you have somebody, a prayer group or somebody that you can trust you can talk to. Keep the low things to yourself. Amen. <laughs> Too many people out there keeping the high things, the good things to themselves, and God, you're not thanking Jesus for what he's done for you. Are you still in leprosy? Or has Jesus healed you? And are you the one that went back and thanked him? Amen. Hallelujah. Well, thank you for listening. I thank all of you to come on and listen. And I'm on every Sunday. And um, God bless you. May the Lord bless you and keep you and make his face to shine upon you. May the Lord give you his grace and mercy and peace and abundance and prosperity and all good things like James 1.17 says. Hallelujah. And remember, you're covered by the blood of Jesus Christ. And if, you're, if you don't think you are, you are now because I said so. I cover you, your household, your finances, your health, your children, your marriage, relationships, everything with the blood of Jesus Christ. And you do it too every day if you have to. All right. Reverend Izzy signing out. 
Have a good one. Amen.